It's not recording. Oh. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sierra Jack, and I'm interviewing my mom for my oral history project. I, Kathleen Jack, consent to being recorded for the purpose of oral history project for ethnic studies at Roseville High School. I understand that other students will listen to my story. Okay, um, first question. What's your name and why were you named this? My name is Kathleen Jack, and I was named after my dad's mom, so my grandma. Her um, English name was Kathleen, and so that's my first name. And then my middle name is actually Ruth, which is my other grandma's name. That's my mom's mom's name. So I'm named after my grandma's. Um, what is one of the most um, unusual things that one of your children did regularly when he or she was small? Um, unusual. I think one of the most, um, you know, all kids do different things that kind of like you think, what are you doing? But one of the funniest things that actually is not so unusual per se maybe is, is that um, through ages like two to five, she had this infatuation with eating fish sticks and she would sometimes eat them twice a day. And so I, I well, I consider that unusual, but I also, um, as her mom, didn't see anything wrong with it. So I made her fish sticks sometimes twice a day and a lot of times for breakfast. Um, as a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know, somebody's asked me that before about what I wanted to be as a child. And I, I never did have dreams like that. You know how little kids you'll ask them, you know, oh, I want to be a fireman or I want to be a nurse or that type of stuff. I don't, I don't recall having memories like that. And so when I played games and stuff, I did all kinds of stuff. Like I, made mud pies and I cooked, but then I also made cement out of mud. I knew how to make cement out of, you know, mud and gravel and sand because my dad did construction. So I would do play like that. And then I played with dolls, but I never had like, when I was really little, I don't remember having anything um, of, or any, I don't even know if anybody asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I don't actually have a clear response for that. What kinds of jobs have you had? Oh, jobs. So my very first um, jobs that I did that were beyond chores when I was young was I actually worked in my grandma's garden when I was little during the summertime. And I would um, shuck corn, corn husks off the corn for a penny a, an ear. And I picked raspberries. And I also helped gather worms out of the garden, out of the yard for, we used to sell them to the fishermen. And so that is my, and I used to get um, extra money and get paid for that. So I consider that a job that wasn't just regular household chores that we were told to do. And then jumping ahead, um, I of course babysat as a teenager. Um, and then after that, I also worked in, when we were stationed in Okinawa, I worked at the Naval Supply Station answering phones, making copies, doing um, emptying trash and stuff. And that was a summer job. 
And then from there, I actually went to work in a um, espresso and ice cream and yogurt shop when I lived in San Francisco. And I did that for a couple of years when I was in high school. And then when I was into college, I still worked there. And then I always did a lot of odd jobs when I was in college. And then I also worked in what's called university outreach. And I actually went around and um, talked to um, high school students about going to college and helped them fill out their financial aid papers. And that was a focus to um, have more American Indian students go to college. And so that I did that while I was at college. And then um, after college, I worked as, let's see, what was my title? a youth coordinator or youth educator. And I worked with young people on violence and gang prevention and provided different education sessions and mediation and stuff like that. And then I spent a large time after that as a health educator doing teen pregnancy prevention, tobacco education prevention, um, diabetes and obesity prevention and all different uh, various topics like that and working on breast cancer education. And then I became um, the health education director. So I still was providing health education, but then I was doing a lot of administrative work. And then currently I serve as the deputy director of the research and public health department where I administer grants, supervise a staff of 30, and do budgets and talk to tribal leaders and clinic staff and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, what is the most beautiful place you have ever visited and what was it like? Mm. The most beautiful place ever. That's a hard one because there's so many different, like, now I've lived on a tropical island. I lived in Okinawa, Japan, and that had its own beauty. We went to some of the smaller islands and we could actually swim out in the water and we didn't need goggles or anything. And we could open our eyes and we could see these little fish that were swimming all around us. So that was really beautiful. And then I've also been to the Grand Canyon, which I would just find so beautiful. And I love um, just how, um, I knew it. it just took a massive force of nature to make that and how old it is and stuff that just fascinates me. And then also I just find the desert to be the most beautiful place. And I think that that people find that funny and odd, but um, I just love the way that um, it looks. And I think that's because that's from my original homeland. That's where I'm from. And so I feel maybe it's more the beauty is the connection to it. Um, how did you decide on your career? Hmm. So when I went to college, I, the only thing that I did know, I didn't have like a, oh, I want to be a lawyer or a nurse or a teacher. What I did know is that I wanted to do something that would make a difference in people's lives and help them improve, um, how, you know, their lifestyle and how healthy they were, or, um, just coming from a community that has so many um, inequities and disparities, I really was felt it was important that I do something to help make a difference and that I had been given an opportunity to do this because I had lived a life where I, somebody had told me I could go to school and go to college. 
And even though they hadn't and they didn't really know the whole process, they pushed me and were like, you need to do this. And I was like, yeah, I can make a difference. And so um, what question are we on? Six. How did you decide on your career? Oh, my career. So and it, um, so then when I went to college, I I did um, I started out in social science, and then when I went to college, I um, kind of looked at the different degrees that were available, and they had one called a Bachelor of Science in Health Science with an option in Community Health Education. I thought, oh, there's my there's my niche. That's where I need to be. Um, that way, I can help my community and I can make a change. And it had really interesting classes, so that's how I chose. Um. What was your schooling like? Um, so I grew up in the military, so I went to a lot of different schools. We moved every three years. And so in high school, I actually went to three different high schools, um, which Um, was challenging, but also enabled me to have the experience to know that um, I could succeed wherever I went. And um, I was able to, you know, shift gears when I needed to. But then um, the third high school I went to was actually called an academic high school. And it's kind of more like what we have as charters now, where they're more focused on making sure you take Um, core classes and ensure that you're prepared for college. Um, But interestingly enough, even though I was doing those classes, I had come in late and I actually had a counselor tell me that I was not college material and that I should think of doing a trade, which really offended me and kind of went against what, you know, my family had been telling me. And so I just, um, well, luckily I ignored her, but even though I kind of kept that with me and I think on some level it helped drive me. And I started um, at the junior college and did that for, um, I did that for three years. And then I transferred to um, Chico State University and did finished uh, my bachelor's there. I did two more years there. And then years later, I went back and got my master's in public health. And I did that through a distance program because I was already working full time and already had my daughter. And so um, that was a really good program for me to do and enabled me to um, increase my education and um, be able to get better jobs. Um, Who is the oldest person you can remember in your family from when you were a child? What do you remember about that person? So I think the oldest person in my family would be my mom's mother, which is my grandma. And she um, had a really rough life growing up and stuff, but she um, never let that get in the way of of trying to um, be a good person and move forward and be happy. And one of the things that she taught us when we were young and stuff, she's the one that had the garden and she um, that's how she made extra money. And so she kind of instilled that in all of us when we worked and stayed with her in the summertime, like we'd have a good time fishing and swimming and stuff. But there was still um, 
you still had work to do and and she showed us that if you put time and effort into like the garden like we had fresh raspberries we had fresh corn we had gooseberries we had our own grape juice and she canned and so those are all the memories i have and you know that is different than people like in this generation not as many people do that um and she was doing that in the middle of a city um she's lived in boise idaho and so she still um had kept some of her um, values and skills that were something that I appreciated and, and, and benefited from. And so she's the oldest person that I, um, that I, she, I think she lived till she was like 82 or 83. Um, what are the names of your parents and siblings? So my dad's name is Robert Jack. And my mom's name is Linda Jack. And then I have my brother, whose name is Joseph Jack. Um, did you expect from an early age to go to college? I did. So my dad, um, coming from a very dysfunctional, poor background, um, joined the military when he was young and wanted to make sure that his family had uh, medical care and had a good life. And so that was the avenue that he took. But while we were growing up, he always felt like that he wanted his kids to have, you know, a step up from what he had. And so from very young age, I was continually talked to about um, that I needed to go to college and I needed to be able to take care of myself. And the interesting thing about that, though, is they didn't prepare me like what I what I know now and what happened when I went into college, I wasn't prepared as I should have been, but that was basically just because they hadn't been. And so they didn't know all the stuff you needed to be doing and all the money you needed to be saving and where you should be going and how to plan ahead. And luckily, you know, junior colleges are awesome places. So that's where I started and it didn't take too much planning to go to there and start. And it helped me get on track and figure out what I wanted to do. But, um, yeah, my dad always told me that I needed to go to college and I needed to, um, you know, be able to take care of myself. And he said that nobody else was going to take care of me, that I needed to learn how to um, work and, and take care of myself and make a good wage. Well, that was the last question. Thank you for letting me record you. Okay. <laughs>